Welcome to Storygram Talk with Kristen and Bridget. This is a show designed to reach out to the Bookstagram community in order to educate, entertain, inform, and simply enjoy all things book-related. Hi, I'm Kristen from My Friends Are Fiction. And I'm Bridget from Dark Fairy Tales. Together we own Storygram. Today we have fellow bookstagrammer Christine with us. She owns the Instagram page Zenatine, and she is also an author of six novels as well as co-authoring three others. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. We're excited to have you. Thanks for having me. We wanted to start out kind of by like you just introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your book. Okay. I am Christine Manzeri, and I have written six books myself, and I've co-written three books. The first series that I wrote is a YA dystopian series, and it's sort of a mix, if if you like, Darkest Minds or X-Men. It's about teenagers who have been genetically modified to have superpowers, and they're used as weapons against terrorism. And then they find out that you know, the people controlling them, there's some bad part, bad people. And so they have to sort of fight back for their freedom because they're just used as tools. And so that's the YA dystopian series. And I've written a new adult romance series. They're called the Hearts of Stone series. And the first one is Hooked. And the trope of this one is sort of an enemies to lovers. It's a girl, she's sort of punk rock and she's a skater and a graphic designer. And her boss is sort of a hard ass and they don't really get along and, but they they end up falling in love. And then the second one is about a totally different couple and it's called Hitched. And the main character is all about lists. She has goals set in life. She knows exactly what she wants to do. And she goes and celebrates her 21st birthday in Vegas with her sisters. And she ends up waking up the next morning married to a famous snowboarder. And so she it totally messes up with the list that she has and her plans for her life. So she tries to get out of it. She thinks that she can just run away and not deal with what she's done while he comes looking for her. So that is the second book in the series. And the characters are all sort of intertwined. The Hearts of Stone are the Stone brothers and cousins. So that's their last name is Stone. So the first one is Huck Stone. And then his younger brother is in the second book and his name is Trace Stone. And then their cousin is in the third book and his name is Austin Stone. And this one is a second chance love story. So it's next door neighbor, next door neighbors, a girl and a guy, Frankie, and um, is the girl and Austin is the guy. And they were best friends, turned into lovers. And then something happened and they end up hating each other. So the book is called Hated and it's about them coming back together later on in life and falling back in love. And then the last series that I have, I co-wrote with Laura Ward. This one is called the College Bound series and it's about a group of friends. Uh, Well, it starts out with The Pledge is the first one, and this story is about a girl who joins a sorority, and so she makes a pledge to a sorority, and there is a guy who makes a pledge to an athletic group on campus, and his pledge is to not drink alcohol or do drugs, so they... They sort of fall in love, but their pledges are totally opposite to the lifestyles they've chosen. So it's about how they fall in love. And the second book is about the main character. Taryn is the in the first book in the pledge. And the second book in the series, The Color of Us, is about one of her friends. And this one is about a girl who is dealing with grief. Her sister was killed in a car accident by a drunk driver, and she 
falls in love with a guy who is related to the drunk driver. So that one is called The Color of Us. And then the third book in the series is The Sound of Your Heart. And this one is about the party girl falling in love. She, she, she relies a lot on her looks. And this is about her falling in love with a guy who can't see her. He's blind. So one of the things in this series, um, Laura always includes special needs characters in her books. And so we did this in our books as well. So there's always a special needs character that plays a pivotal part in the story. So that's what I really like about that series. What are you working on right now? I am working on a fantasy. I could just read you the synopsis if you want, if that helps. Sure. So here it is. Uh, the working title for this is Curse of a Name. And here is the synopsis. For thousands of years, humans and emberlings lived together peacefully, despite emberlings possessing magical powers. Then, a hundred years ago, humans discovered how to steal emberling magic and cage it in iron amulets. Now magic is a commodity, something to be bought, sold, and stolen. And emberlings are no longer equals, but slaves to the amulets that imprison their powers and the humans who own them. 17-year-old Jinx is a slave in an emberling work camp who fears one thing above all else, failing to protect her sisters against the greed and brutality of humans. That fear becomes reality when Jinx is sent to Oathbreaker Square to be auctioned off to the highest bidder while her sisters are sold into service with Malavik, the cruel high king. With her magic chained to an amulet and no hope of ever seeing her sisters again, Jinx has no one she can trust and nothing left to lose, and so she rebels. Bastion has traveled to Oathbreaker Square to purchase a gladiator for the Tournament of Embers. He doesn't have enough gold for one of the best fighters, but he needs an emberling to be his partner for the tournament, and he's desperate for one that might stand a chance. When Bastion stumbles across an Emberling being viciously beaten, he's impressed with the way the slave girl fights back and nearly, nearly kills the man who is punishing her. There has never been a female gladiator in the tournament before, but this girl is savage and Bastion knows he can get her for a good price. He's certain he can convince the, com the officials to let her compete, but the girl clearly hates humans. Before he can fight with her in the tournament, he must pers persuade her not to kill him. So it's about magical emberlings who are forced to be slaves and the, the guys usually fight in the tournaments and the girls are used as like worker slaves so this guy bastion is trying to get the girl to fight in the tournament with him so that he can win so how far along are you on that one i'm at ninety-two thousand words so i'm pretty close to the end on that one yay that's exciting do you plan to like query this one yes yeah i definitely want to query this one did you query the other ones I queried deviation, but I wasn't really patient about it. I waited like three months and it's, it's a long process for when you send the query out to get responses back. And I just grew impatient and I self-published it. I wish I had held out a little longer and tried to query it to more people, but I just got impatient. It is, it is a long process and it, it can be really disheartening, but I think that that's part of just how it is but I think a lot of authors are just like don't give up you know keep going keep trying it usually seems to eventually work out for all of them obviously because they've all been published now but <laughs> when did you know you wanted to be a writer I'd say it was around seventh grade I went to writing camp during the summer after seventh grade for like two years I did that it wasn't I didn't really start writing like I didn't feel that I could actually write a book until about 2010 when I was pregnant with my third child I decided to start writing and that's when I wrote the first one what's your writing style do you plan ahead or do you uh, kind of let the story take you where it's going and let the characters kind of develop themselves or are you a plotter 
I'm, I'm mostly a pantser. I will write out a brief outline of what I want to happen, but it's not very detailed. And then I just sort of write and see where the story takes me because it usually things happen that you don't expect. Characters do things you didn't plan out. So that just, that style works for me. I know a lot of people like to, to plan it all out, but my, my outlines are pretty loose. Besides writing an amazing book, what is some other advice you would give to upcoming authors? I would definitely say read a lot. Uh, the more you read, I think the better you know how a story is supposed to go, the better you can find your own style. I would also say to write even when you're not inspired, because if you wait until you're inspired, you're never going to write. So sometimes when I'm getting, when I'm having like writer's block, what I will do is if there's a scene I'm excited about writing and it's not the next scene that I'm supposed to be writing, I'll write the one that I'm excited about. And then I can usually connect the two better and, and I'll find out how the story is going that way. But that's usually what I do. I, I write the scenes I'm excited about and then sort of connect them together. And so that that's a good tool that I suggest to people when they have writer's block or they're having trouble writing something. Just write what you're excited about. And then I would also say create a social media presence even if you haven't finished your book. If you get it started and you're interacting with people, with other book lovers and readers, it's important to have that platform already established before you're querying because that can help you. If you have a following, if you have people who are excited about what you're doing or writing, that can help you probably get a, a deal or an agent. You're very large on Bookstagram. Uh, how long have you been having your Instagram account? I started it three years ago in May. So I just had my three-year anniversary. And you guys, I think you guys were two of the first people I followed. I, I think I think all three of us were yeah. following. Yeah, it was like the... <laughs> and it yes. was because that was about the same time. I think I started like at the end of April three years ago. Yeah, I think that's when I did too. It was the first time I went to TLA. It was like right mm -hmm. after that I started... What would be your advice to somebody who is wanting to start out in Bookstagram? I would say engage with other people. First, I guess you need to be taking pictures of the books you love in a in your own style. Uh, there are a lot of styles that I like, but I can't take pictures like that. I like the comfy, cozy looks that people have. I'm just bright and vivid and messy and chaotic. That's my style. So I would say definitely find your style, take pictures of the books that you like and engage with other people, you know, comment on other people's pictures, send them messages, talk about the books that they're reading that you want to read. I think engagement is the biggest thing with Bookstagram, just getting to know people, making friends. Yeah, making the personal connections that I think we've all made has been probably the most surprising and awesome part about being part of the community is just having this network of like-minded kind of friends that we're all, we're all into books, either by writing them, loving reading them, all the above. And it's just, it's a great experience to see people grow in the community and get to know them more and more over the years it's like having um hundreds of pen pals and when you finally get to meet them in person that's just amazing oh i never expected that i'd become such good friends with the people that i met online <laughs> i know it's like online dating but like online friendship you know like yeah. and i it's, it's true though and i have made some of like the best friends in my entire life like obviously me and kristen met online and she's my person and it's kind of funny because I would have never thought that that's how it would have been because I never like online dating and all that kind of stuff didn't exist when I was dating and I always and I think it started kind of cropping up and it was always like that taboo like you don't do that that's like dangerous that's scary do you know what I mean because you don't yeah. know this person and now I'm like oh I've met all my best friends online it's totally online relationships <laughs> 
Yeah, yes. that's, that's the magical part about it. I think that's pretty amazing that it can make the world seem like a smaller place because you, you know, you're talking with people in other countries on the other side of the world. And I think that's just pretty amazing. I think so too. I agree. What do you use to take your pictures uh, camera wise? I just use my iPhone. I, I have, I think, an iPhone 10 right now. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I'm pretty lazy. I, I don't want to have to transfer the photos to my computer and then back to my phone to post them. So I just take them with my phone. I do, too. <laughs> I have Same. the iPhone 8. I thought you guys used cameras. Or no. At least I thought you did. I bought a camera, and I used it for, like, a month. But I stopped because I didn't. I couldn't figure out how to get it from, like, the wide frame to, like, a more square picture. And I hated them. I don't know. So... Yeah. And then I got like the, I think I have an iPhone 8S or something like that. And I got portrait mode and I'm like, oh, why would I ever use my camera? Because it took a yeah. better picture than my camera did, I felt. Yeah. Well, my, my DSLR is maybe 12 years old. So it's actually got worse pixel quality than my phone does. So yeah, yeah like, mine, well, mine is probably older than that. Yeah. And it's like so expensive to upgrade them. I just use my phone. And I, I feel that, I mean, everybody, like all of us, at least, and I th- I feel like ex- most people, I think, use their phone on Bookstagram. And I think it's, you can't even tell the difference if someone uses a phone or someone uses a camera. No, I can't. I can't. Not on Instagram, because you're not, like, blowing these pictures up. Like, if you were going to, like, do a big old, huge, blown up picture, then maybe a phone doesn't have as good of pixels. But otherwise, for, like, an Instagram picture that's this big, yeah, I, exactly. it's totally fine. Okay, what is your favorite prop currently? It It's my TBR cart. I want to put it in every picture. I don't know what I did before I had one of those. I, I just love it. I love the color of it. I love the way it looks against the bookshelf. I'm obsessed. I still do not have one of those. Oh, you need to they're, get one. I know. Everybody, they're the... I don't know what their proper name is, but uh, just the little carts that are at, at Ikea, they're everywhere, and I see them yeah. all the time, and I, I'm always this close to getting it, and I never do... Oh, Bridget, you love like, yours too. Yeah, I got mine for like thirty dollars at Michaels. It's super cheap. Yes. That's where, I, yeah, that's where I got mine. I think we have the exact same one. I have one, but I don't use it for pictures because I use it to store my flowers, and I hate taking them all off and putting the books in and then putting the flowers all back in. So I actually need to get another one to I actually use to take pictures. What? You have two of them now. I bought a second one last week. Yeah. Did you, you choose same do. color, or did you it go a different color? Yeah. Same yeah. Color. I love, That's well, awesome. mine matches my shelves because my background of my shelves are till. So my till cart like totally matches my shelves. I'm like, I need to get another one. So I've used it for a few pictures, but I need to use it more because the few times I have used it, they've done great. People really like it. And I, I just like, it's right here. It's over here. And it's like just chock full of flowers, which that was one thing I always had a hard time storing my flowers because like I get the Hobby Lobby ones and they have the really long stems you know and then trying to store them somewhere I would they would lose their flower petals and they would just get all messy and tangled and storing them in this cart is like a million times better so I just kind of like drape them over and it's like fantastic storage and I love it. Y'all are convincing me to get one. I know you need one. What is a setup type that you would like to attempt but you haven't yet? I feel like um i tried a lot I haven't tried a book dress which I love when other people do them I recently tried the book throne for and that was really really hard I don't know how everybody does those you just did one yesterday Kristen but oh it's an old picture like I I take I build it and then I take about a thousand pictures so that because it 
you know, make such a mess. I don't want to have to be rebuilding it all the time. So it's an yeah. old picture. So I've never tried a book dress, but I don't know if I ever will. But I always like it when everybody else does them. I think oh, you should so try one. They're fun. Yeah, and it's actually not as hard. The The throne is harder. Oh, so what I do, though, I kind of cheat with, I learned this after the first one, because the first one I built, like, fell apart before I got a good picture, and I had to rebuild it, and it took me hours. But I will put, like, boxes or, like, a cooler under, and then I cover it with books, so you can't tell, but it's more stable that way. Yeah, that's so. I'm all about cheating when it comes to building structures with books, because they're not stable. Like, I totally lean my huge stacks against my shelves because otherwise I they fall over all the time I have knocked over so, so many stacks of books trying oh. to do Instagram photos the worst is when the spine or something hits your foot and it's like <sighs> just hits in that right spot and you're like all bruised I like my feet get bruised from falling books and I don't know it's hazardous where do you find inspiration for your pictures I I would say a lot of it is from photo challenges, I still do keep a whole list of those every month. So I use them when I run out of inspiration, when I don't have a tour post or a rep post, I use the photo challenges a lot. And then I will get inspiration from the cover of the book, either for what colors to use in the photo or how to style it. So yeah, I think photo challenges still play a large part in what I post every day. It's amazing to me that you've written so many books and you have children and then you're also, you post all the time on Instagram. How do you manage your time to be able to accomplish so much? Well, I, I don't feel like I've done much writing. <laughs> this, this year has been really difficult with finding time to write, with babysitting my niece several days a week. But next year, I'm hoping to get a lot more writing done. I guess it's just being routine oriented, you know, doing certain things at certain times. So it, for writing, it's about finding what time is the best that I'm most productive. And it used to be at night. And now it's more, I'm more productive during the day. But as far as bookstagramming, I usually do that first thing in the morning because I use natural light. So I like to take my pictures in the morning when the light is best in the library. Everything else is just kind of, you know, kids go to school at certain times. So, you know, it's, it's all about routine for me. I'm, I'm a routine person. What are some of your other hobbies outside of the bookish? Do we have other hobbies? <laughs> I, I exercise every day. I, I guess that would be a hobby. I don't really have any other hobbies. I, I read and well, I guess I go to my kids' sports games, but uh, yeah, it's, it's all about books for me, reading and writing and taking pictures of books. What are you currently reading? I am reading Vow of Thieves by Mary E. Pearson, and it's really good. I have like 100 pages left, and I'm, I just started listening to Deviant by Jay Kristoff this morning, and that's pretty amazing too. So two great books. Do you tend to always do like an audiobook along with a physical copy? Yes, because I, I listen to the audiobooks when I exercise in the morning. And then when I'm doing errands around the house or cooking dinner, I always have an audiobook on. So yeah, I always have an audiobook and a physical book at the same time. What has been your favorite read of the year so far? Oh my gosh, I've read a lot of good books. I would say definitely Aurora Rising has been one. I've read it twice already. A Curse So Dark and Lonely was amazing. And so was A Heart So Fierce and Broken. I read the arc of that one. Defy Me was really good. Uh, the Wicked King, definitely, definitely one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. I think I've read that one twice already too. So those are, I, those are probably my top faves, but I've read a lot of really good books this year so far. Do you have one that you're looking forward to? Uh, Queen of Nothing, definitely. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and I've already read Rage, but I'm excited to get the hardcover of that one and Vow of Thieves, a hardcover of that one. Dark Dawn, excited for that one too. I feel like there's a lot I'm missing. There's a lot of good books that come out in the fall. I just, 
can't think of them. And a lot of sequels are coming out that we've are like, it seems like a lot of the end book for a lot of series that we've all been following are coming. Right. Yeah. Like the three dark crowns ones. What's that? Like, is it five, five fates? Dark fates? Five, dark, five fates? dark fates. Yeah. Yes. Although I haven't read that series yet. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm bad. So do you put time limits on how much you are on social media? I, I don't have like an exact limit, but I, I definitely try not to do it when I'm supposed to be doing things for the kids. So uh, I'll, if I'm answering comments, it's usually at night. Usually that's when I'm most active when the kids are going to bed or getting ready to, for bed. I, I don't put limits on, but I, I definitely am limited because I, I try to stay, you know, I have a lot of things going on during the day. But uh, We have some of this or that. So do you like tea, coffee, or hot chocolate? I don't really like any of them. I, I like Coke and I like yeah. water. Uh, ebook, paperback, or hardcover? A hardcover. Bad boy, nerdy boy, or sweet boy? I like them all, but I'd have to go with bad boy. Book, TV show, or movie? A uh, book. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> one's kind of a one. given. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I like movies. I like movies, but yeah, I always reach for a book first. Same. Yeah, same. Thank you so much. It was so nice. I had so much fun. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. If you have any questions or comments, you can head over to storygramtalk.com. There's a form you can fill out and hit us up if you have any suggestions on podcasts you want us to do or anything else you want to talk to us about. Just let us know.